California, Nevada, Washington, New York, Alaska. Broadcasting all around the globe, live from San Diego. Welcome to the one and only Sexy Fit Podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Lara Sushik and I'm a lifestyle coach, founder of the Sexy Fit Method and the Sexy Fit Community. From fitness competitor to fitness entrepreneur, I found my passion helping you uncover your best self and feel sexy in your skin. Every week I'm bringing you no nonsense, no BS, actionable nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle strategies from world-renowned experts so you can live a healthier, happier, and sexier lifestyle. So buckle down, sister. We're about to have some fun. Hello and welcome to the Sexy Fit Podcast. Your host here is Lada Sushik. How many times have you guys heard this intro? I mean, if you've been listening for quite some time, hello and welcome to the Sexy Fit Podcast and we're about to have some fun. Must be really stuck in your head at this point. I would love to uh, say hello and welcome to the Sexy Fit Podcast one more time. We are welcoming Ronnie Landis, who helps men and women all over the world, I mean hundreds and thousands of people, really step into a healthy, hormonally balanced, disease-free body. And through his work as an integrative nutritionist, transformation coach, and human potential specialist, he really has helped us tap into the nutritional approach that works for us through plant medicine. He also has created an extraordinary, amazing program about lifestyle design on your terms and success your own way. And really, he also advocates what I love about him. He advocates focusing our highest priorities in life in the right places. And we discuss all of those topics in depth on the podcast. He's an incredible human being who is extraordinarily knowledgeable about um, Eastern medicine, Western medicine, integrative nutrition, um, energetic medicine. We also spoke about um, how our thoughts feelings and emotions can be manifesting as pain in our system. We talked about clearing some of those pains. And honestly, if you have been finding yourself recently or all of your life, being in a space where you feel other people's energy, you're more susceptible to other people or your so-called empath, you're really, really going to enjoy the show. One thing I do have to say, we got into non-traditional approaches to medicine in the show. And I was talking about my experience with uh, plant medicine. Um, Ronnie has chimed in with his experience about energy medicine. This is very interesting because I've never shared these parts of myself on the show. Um, and Ronnie has stepped in and um, really facilitated a really beautiful conversation between the both of us about our experience. So I believe you're going to enjoy it. For all of the discussions of this episode, you can head to our private Facebook group and you can join at sexyfit.com forward slash community. Are you noticing the energy of transformation in the air recently? The next three months are truly incredible timeframes to make huge shifts in life that are going to be 
creating a long-term difference for every single one of you um, for the next 10 years. It's, it's truly an, ex- an incredible time to release, let go, and shift the things that are no longer serving and step in further into your true authentic self. And I'm so excited to announce the Soulful Self-Care Retreat in San Diego in October. And it's been absolutely incredible to be putting together the curriculum of what we're going to be doing and how we're going to be immersed in the self-care, the self-love, and the joy that we are all very much overdue for by the time October rolls around at the end of the year. And I'm so excited for the curriculum that we've been putting together for the incredible practitioners who are stepping in to truly help us shine and feel healthy and abundant in our body. The first day is focused around releasing and letting go of the old patterns of the roadblocks of the things that we're truly stuck on. And we might not necessarily know why we're stuck on them. This is a lot of unconscious release work of bringing patterns to the surface creating awareness and shifting those patterns for life with the recent work that we've been doing um, with the clients around neuralistic programming and and truly helping them step into their best self has been nothing short of transformational. The second day is focused on the knowledge of personal truth that fits your body. This is not about diets and DVDs. This is about a tailored approach to nutrition, to fitness, to mindset and self-care that works for you. I'm going to have Dr. Mike goal, um, helping us out in the second day with specifically, uh, science tailored nutrition for you with specifically what kind of fitness is going to work for you. And I believe that this is the day that's going to tie together a lot of your doubts about what nutrition works best for you. A lot of the yo-yo dieting kind of approaches, a lot of the guesswork that's uh, been happening in in your um, approach to your body in general. And it's, it's there to connect your mind and your body and to take away the tools and the strategies that are going to work for you long term and that you can implement at home. Everything that we'll be doing in day one and day two, we're going to be teaching you the exact ways for how we're doing it so you can take it home with you. Day three is all about integration because day one and day two are are focused around shifting the mindset and stepping into the body the way that you want to feel the way that is going to work for you long term and day three is all about integration and incredible practices for how you can truly own the connection with your body and for how you can truly understand what works for you long-term. And um, I kept saying what works for you long-term because this is about stepping into the personal truth of what works for you. And I know that recently, you know, ketogenic diet or vegan diet or vegetarian diet, or you're listening to this podcast and that podcast and everybody is preaching something that works for them. Our goal with this particular retreat with you is to let go of all the doubts, to let go of of the mindset of hopping around different strategies and truly step into what works for you. There's going to be yoga, there's going to be massage, there's going to be 
educational classes. There's release work. Um, we're also working with an incredible healer who is just a mind shifting ninja. Um, I am hosting our sold out retreat with him in Italy in September. So I'm, I'm beyond grateful to have these extraordinary practitioners like the top of the top of top of the top of the top of the crop, um, yoga instructors, holistic, um, nutritionists, um, holistic doctors, incredible healers. If you're interested in creating a lasting transformation in your physique, I, highly recommend this in-depth immersion into the next level of self-care. And, um, of course, uh, an application is in order because we want to make sure it's the right fit for you. Head to sexyfit.com forward slash soulful self-care to fill out the application. And I'll be, um, connecting with every single one of you who, wants to join us and uh, hop on the opportunity as soon as you hear this message because uh, the Italy retreat sold out in 48 hours. So I, I'm assuming this will be a hit as well. And let's dive into the episode and I can't wait for the opportunity to potentially work with you and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Sexy Fit Podcast. Your host here is Lada Sushik. Very excited to be here today with Ronnie Landis. Ronnie, how are you? I am doing amazing. Happy to be here. Awesome. I um, always love chatting with the fellow podcasters because I'm just so enticed with the voice. <laughs> I always wonder who's the voice on the other line, and now I know. <laughs> Ronnie's also a fellow podcaster. He'll share that with you guys. And uh, he's, uh, he's an incredible nutritionist, transformation coach. I really wanted to um, have you on the show today, Ronnie, because of the amazing work that you're doing. Um, so thank you for that and, and putting out um, all sorts of good vibes into the universe. Um, I, I'm curious how your whole journey began because you, you've done so much and, I, and I'm always interested in the, um, where the tree has rooted. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it started with me at the age of four years old. I was enrolled into martial arts and actually the very first memory, conscious memory I have was of a movie called Enter the Dragon, which was Bruce Lee's famous movie before he departed. And that really imprinted into my consciousness the archetype of a superhero. And ever since then, as far as I can remember, I've been chasing the pursuit of human potential and going through my own um, multi-layer transformational kind of journey. And when I was a teenager, I, you know, all this time I had been doing martial arts since I was four years old. I had been an athlete, a two-sport athlete, basketball and taekwondo and martial arts. And I was pursuing a professional career in both sports at different times. And when I was 18 years old, I actually had my first knee surgery. And that was what kind of woke me up and made me realize that I had to adjust some things in my lifestyle. I had to change the way that I was going about my nutrition strategy. I actually didn't really even have a strategy at the time. I didn't know anything outside of the conventional kind of fitness you know, sports, drink, whey, protein kind of concept, um, you know, inorganic fruit and whatever, whatever the thing, whatever I was eating or thought I was supposed to be eating, it kind of um, started opening my mind to different options. And I started to study nutrition as a way to aid sports performance. And then eventually, 
a few years later, as I went down the rabbit hole, I had another knee surgery on my other knee. And by that time, I had woken up enough to realize that everything that I was told growing up was probably not true. And it was probably um, corporately invested or influenced by mass corporations that wanted to, um, you know, basically sell you byproducts of, of, you know, the animal agricultural or processed food or whatever. And I started to wake up out of that and realize that, hey, you know what, it's time that I get back to like real food. And I started to study that. I started to study what real food actually was, and that led me down a rabbit hole. I got into plant-based nutrition. I got into raw foods. I got into superfood nutrition. And a long story short, what really tipped it over the scale for me was when I was 23, I had this knee surgery, and I was rehabbing my other knee for a few years. I was working with corrective rehabilitation specialists. I was... Um, icing my knees two to three times a day because I'd be working out about two to three times a day on my schedule. And, uh, you know, I couldn't run. I couldn't go running for a number of years. And that's something that I love to do. I couldn't go running because I was afraid that it would re-injure my knee. And there was an interesting point where I got into living food or, or raw plant-based food and I decided that I wanted to go all the way with it. I wanted to conduct an experiment on myself. I wanted to see what would happen to my body if I did 100% raw plant-based food, completely vegan type of diet. And uh, I just wanted to experiment with it. So within 30 days, I got to a point where I was so pain-free that I actually forgot that I was ever in pain to begin with. And I found myself running five miles in the hills where I grew up used to be, I used to run growing up all the time, but I hadn't for a couple of years. And it was an interesting experience because it wasn't like I consciously chose to like test myself to see if I can do it. I almost forgot that I had any limitations whatsoever because I started to feel so good in my body that it kind of dissolved any fear or concern that I previously was holding on to. And after I went for that run, I came back to my car and I kind of, after the endorphins and everything wore off, I kind of came back into normal waking consciousness and I realized, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, what did you just do? And I started bouncing around. I started feeling my knees. I started looking for inflammation. I started just like jumping around to see if there's any pain. And I realized that I was completely out of pain and so much so that I forgot that I was ever in pain to begin with. And that was the moment that I realized that my destiny was going to be different than I thought it was. And even though I now could train again, I found myself over the next year going through a spiritual awakening, having this realization that my trajectory on the planet wasn't just to be some professional athlete. It was actually to be a speaker and a voice for a message uh, of a message that was imparting some pretty amazing wisdom upon me and realizing that most people are in pain every single day of their life. And instead of finding solutions for their pain to dissolve the pain, because um, that's what a solution is, it's to, to dissolve something, to solubilize something and, and dissolve it. Instead of finding solutions for their pain, they're adapting to their pain they're they're adjusting their life to their pain and they're normalizing their pain. So in essence, I started to realize that most people have habituated to aches, pains, chronic issues, brain fog, 
digestive issues, arthritis, osteoporosis, cancer, diabetes, whatever you want to call it, people have habituated to disease and degeneration. And I started to wake up to that reality. And that's kind of what caused me to uh, you know, start on the path of the work that I do now. And that was, that was almost 10 years ago. You know, I, I so love uh, the, a journey like this because it truly takes an experiential awakening to this concept, to where you experience this in your system, in your body, because once that happens, you cannot deny it. You can, you can no longer like go back, you know, I call it back, going back in the matrix. You can no longer go back in the matrix of, you know, the protein shakes and the, the protein bars that are just a powder and, or, you know, of, of, or perhaps going back to, you know, I'm going to not really going to bring up a question of, um, our agricultural system with meat and all the things. Maybe I will, but you know what I mean, Ronnie. It's not just an intelligence level thing where you read it in a book or you watched What the Health. It's now an experiential level of wisdom that you cannot deny. And, and it's amazing to be tuning in and listening to that. Absolutely. And, and that's really what happened with me. It wasn't like I was trying to adopt a label or define myself by some kind of diet. It was actually trusting my own experience and my own intuition and letting it guide me because once you have an experience of something, you can't unexperience it. You can't go back on it. You can't intellectually try to talk yourself out of it. You, it's a visceral, somatic experience that you have. That re, it actually it, re, it it shifts your nervous system and it shifts your your how you interface with the world via your your yeah your nervous system and and. Your brain, your your conscious, rational mind cannot, it can't escape that. Once it once the shift has happened and you've had to have this new level of embodiment, you can't unintegrate that. It's a beautiful way to put it. Like you can't unlearn that two plus two is four. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, because it's so deeply rooted in our six year old self. Um, I am curious because you mentioned um, a spiritual awakening and. Um, I'm really curious about that, and I'm really curious um, how that really um, how that influenced your relationship with your body. Because as somebody who's an athlete, especially with martial arts and big Bruce Lee fan, um, I'm sure there's one perception of what a body does before, and then after that beautiful run that happened, there's now a different perception, a different way that you treat your vessel. So I'm very curious um, how have things changed, um, you know, through the awakening and after. Yeah, well, I'd say everything's changed. Um, I mean, I've I've always been on a semi-spiritual path, even though I didn't necessarily call it that with my martial arts upbringing and meditating most of my life um, and being really into Eastern philosophy. I've always had that awareness. And so I think it just kind of like activated and awakened a deeper pursuit and it kind of expanded my container to hold more insight, to hold more practical and esoteric wisdom so I could, I could be more of a well-rounded human being. And I think the point about health and how we treat our body temple is extremely important as far as it pertains to spirituality because we have an entire spiritual community all over the world that puts very little emphasis on their body temple and treats their body like a garbage bin. 
and actually did desecrates their holy temple. And yet when we go to church or whatever, whatever, whatever brick and mortar kind of establishment someone might be going to, it's like it's blasphemy to have like dirt and 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 like thrown and you know to have the place in disarray, right? Like everything has to be has to be cleanly. It has to be with respect and and held upheld with honor and integrity and all that kind of thing. Well, it amazes me how many people that are spiritually inclined, but they don't take care of their real temple, which is where their soul resides, their human body. And so it's kind of bringing in a little bit of common sense. It's bringing in a little bit more intelligence to the fact that we have to respect our body. And it's extremely important for our spiritual upliftment because our, our, our body and our brain and our nervous system and our, our mind, if you want to kind of separate all those things, they all rely on fuel. And there are certain types of fuel or food that will, will um, numb brain activity. There, and there's certain fuel that will activate and, and expand and enlighten and illuminate brain activity that will allow us to think and consider expanded thoughts and, and insights. And actually to have, you know, everyone's had the experience of like having an aha moment or having a having an insight that was revelational or was revelatory, whatever the word is. It was like a revelation and they had an insight that like brought them to a state of clarity about their life or a particular direction or a decision that they need to make. Um, now it's very challenging to, to actually hold powerful insights and integrate them into the body. If our body is, is in a place of pain, you know, another way of saying it is that it's difficult to maintain an attitude of gratitude if our body is constantly in pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, um, in your opinion, in your understanding of, of the world, what is pain? Uh, pain is when you don't feel well. It's when it, essentially pain is a distraction. So the way that I like to look at it is that if you have pain in your body, for example, you have a, a discomfort, you have an ache or, or a, a joint issue, or you have a digestive issue, or you have inflammation in your body, and it's causing your mind to get distracted from a particular area that you want to focus on. Say, for example, you know, for me, I'm, I was an athlete, so my focus was on training, yet my pain was distracting me from my focus. So I couldn't put all of my energy into it because I was being distracted by this pain. There's other kinds of pain, too. There's financial pain. There's relational pain, emotional pain. Um, we, all, we, we basically call that stress, right? So there's various forms of stress or distress, which I think is more accurate. It's really, it's really feeling distress, which is feeling a, a level of pressure upon yourself and it's it's like entropy it's like gravity pressing down on you where you don't feel totally levitational you don't feel light you feel weighed down by life or by your body or or whatever the case may be circumstances and to me that's really what that's that's kind of how i would interpret that question that's a beautiful way to put it where stress is like pressure in the system and pressure can be uh 
different frequency of pressure in a sense. You know, I'm curious, what's your, what's your take on emotional pain versus physical pain? Is there a difference? Do you decipher between two? And especially since, uh, you're on a spiritual path, it, you know, often it's believed that some emotional pain is also what hurts in the body. And when you let go of that emotional, uh, taxing, piece in your life, then the pain goes away. I'm very curious to hear that from somebody who's also an athlete. So what's your take? Yeah, well, every single, it's an interesting question. Every single physical disease is a manifestation of an emotional root cause that that I believe for sure. Um, if you study Chinese medicine or any of the great medicinal systems from the shamanic practices or anything that's been around for hundreds of years that has a spiritual root mechanism or a root philosophy. They talk about the different organ systems that are related to different emotions. So in Chinese medicine, for example, if you have pain in your heart, it usually has to do with pain from your mother. If you have pain in the liver, it usually has to do with pain from the father. And that could be your physical father. That could be a metaphorical father or mother. Maybe you've maybe you didn't have that in your life or there was a there was a disconnection between that relationship or something happened that created a rift in that connection. And then it's never been it's never really been resolved. You just kind of been been going about life, but never actually resolved the issue. So then it builds up the pressure builds up in the form of distress. But we numb the distress. We don't really we don't really. Um, acknowledge, face, and erase it, so or transcend it. So it actually the pressure builds in the cardiovascular system, and it pressurizes the physical organ, which creates this this physical this physiological experience of being in pain. That's just one example. That's not necessarily the only cause. There's there's other more more. Um, physiological and environmental and lifestyle based reasons for a pain. And I think that that's the most obvious that we can look at. However, I always tell, I always look at it from this perspective is that if somebody is participating in activities that are increasing physical discomfort or, or disease, there is an emotional reason they're participating in those activities. So they're they're essentially trying to numb, sedate, or pacify an emotion that they potentially have a mental story about, and that story is running on repeat. And instead of acknowledging and really like getting into it and doing doing some some meditation or yoga or or, or some kind of clearing work, we reach outside of ourselves to numb this discomfort that's coming from our soul. And then that, then the body, the symptoms in the body is a last ditch effort of our body to be like, hey, look, there's an issue, like red alert, red alert, get on with it because, you know, we need to deal with this issue in order to expand, grow and, and evolve. It's a beautiful way to put it um, as well, because, you know, having rooted a lot of my studies into shamanic practices, specifically um, Peruvian uh, shamanism, which is so interesting to me. I think Shipibo uh, tribe has done, uh, you know, as much of it as doc is, is documented, a really a, a beautiful job in that. You know, it, that's that's been a, a point of my studies as well as some I Ching and all that, all the good stuff. So um, it it does look <laughs> like 
a, a few of different uh, tribes or from few different corners of the world have all come to the same conclusion that emotional pain causes physical pain. So, mm. you know, it wasn't like, oh, this tribe came up with this idea and this tribe came up with this idea and this guy came up with this idea and this shaman came up with this idea. Uh, yes, kind of, their own way to really work through the issue. And yet everybody speaks about the same concept. So I was really curious about um, in concept of pain and concept of thoughts and emotions and release, I was going to ask you for some practical tips in case mm. somebody does have back pain or knee pain or some chronic pain that they've been dealing with for ages. Yeah, sure. So, so I do believe that there's, there is definitely multiple causes for any kind of physical discomfort and there are the basic kind of structural issues. There's, if we're talking about like the spine, we're talking about the hips, we're talking about the knees and the structural integrity of the body then we have to look at a number of things. We have to look at our sleep for sure. We have to look at our posture and how we spend the majority of our day. Um, do we sit in a chair? Do we stand up at a desk? Do we get enough mobility? Do we walk around? Do we exercise? How are we exercising? Somebody might potentially want to get a qualified trainer to look at their posture when they're doing certain things. You know, those basic level of things. And then from just, a, just um, you know, yoga, for example, I always tell people that you need to balance out the yin and the yang, the masculine, the feminine, the anabolic, the catabolic. You need to have both sides to everything because in order to be truly magnetic, and I believe that all of our birthright, health is magnetism. Health is being magnetic. And in order to be truly magnetic, we have to have both sides of the magnet, the different, the complementary pole opposites of the magnet, the negative and positive benefit and drawback, if you will. They have to be in, in equilibrium. And if we only focus on one end of a magnet, we have an imbalanced perspective. And based on my work with uh, Dr. John Demartini, I've really adopted a lot of his perspective to to um, life mastery and and health and basically the perspective basically the idea is that whenever we have an imbalanced perspective we only see something from one perspective we're only putting all of our eggs in one basket but we're completely ignoring the other side of any situation we create we create this um split and that split can, and that and basically that goes back to what I was saying earlier is that if we only see something from one perspective, but we're ignoring or we're numbing or medicating something that's trying to reveal itself to us in our consciousness, where the unconscious is trying to become conscious, but we keep suppressing it, it's going to show up in the physical body because that's the way that it gets our attention. So we definitely have to look at that, but to, to make it make that a little more practical and what people can actually do, there's always two sides to everything. So any any therapy, any modality, any lifestyle or nutrition strategy that you take, you have to look at it from from you know the the um, there's two sides to everything is what I'm saying. So from so from a structural perspective, there's there's yoga, there's postural rehabilitation, there is certain nutrition strategies. Um, I don't know where everybody is who's listening to this, but I'll kind of lay out the, the base principles. 
you have to make sure that you're properly hydrated. That's the number one principle of, of, of good health is hydration. And it's amazing, actually, to me how many people forget about that. How many people actually skip drinking one liter of uh, clean water every single morning? Because, you know, for example, we live in a hyper-polluted world, and, and all of our pollution is basically invisible. You can't see it, taste it, smell it, um, but you know it's there. And so we have to dilute the toxins. You know, another way of saying that is nature's solution to pollution is dilution. And so one liter of clean water every single morning before we drink tea, before we drink coffee or before you have your breakfast, um, one liter of water is one of my highest recommendations. And then I also recommend people get into green vegetable juicing. Something like cucumber, celery, uh, lemon. Lemon is incredibly great for dissolving inflammation and protein deposits and things that actually trigger inflammatory responses. A lot of fresh lemons in the juice. Um, uh, what else would be amazing? Like cilantro. And you can even add in like one tablespoon of spirulina or chlorella which is a superfood green algae, which is actually um, some of the highest protein-rich food in the world um, per dry matter weight. So, you know, some stuff like that, you know, like basically what I would say with, and I am, I'm happy to kind of go into more detail if you want to go into Absolutely. a little Absolutely. Let's get questions. into detail, Ronnie. I mean, we're here. Your brain's available. <laughs> let's, get, <laughs> let's get detailed. I, I'm loving it. Cool. So, you know, to kind of go go deeper into that particular subject, there's certain things that dissolve inflammation and what causes inflammation better than anything. Let's understand what causes inflammation in the first place. The number one thing is actually something called calcification. And um, a lot of people may or may not be familiar with this term, um, in my recent book, The Inner Alchemy Youthening Program, I have an entire chapter devoted to this concept because it appears that the thing that takes us out in terms of what recycles us from the planet, what takes us out of this planet, this physical, this physical experience, is something called calcification. And basically, calcification is when our body accumulates the wrong type of calcium or calcium sedimentary matter it gets it gets kind of lodged in our body in our cardiovascular system the number one reason for heart disease and cardiovascular complications is calcification um the number one you know basically a kidney stone is excess calcium a gallstone is excess calcium cataracts in the eyes is excess calcium um so on and so forth this, i mean like um this that actually every single every single issue of arthritis, osteoporosis, and any other degenerative conditions has a calcification root cause. So what dissolves calcium? Well, there's a multiple tier strategy to doing this, but to give people just a quick kind of like bird's eye view, there is an incredible supplement called MSM. Are you familiar with MSM? Love MSM. Yeah, so MSM, methyl sulfonyl methane, it's basically a form of alchemical sulfur that will dissolve 
calcification or calcium formations in the body. They're like stones. If you can imagine like a stone formation getting lodged into your joints or a stony like barnacle that gets that gets layered on top of your bones. We call that bone spurs, for example, right? So this stuff has to get dissolved and then it has to get chelated out of the body or detoxified from the body. So for example, you can take something like MSM. I would recommend somebody start with 2000 milligrams. And if you really want to be ambitious and you really want to be effective, say for example, you have one of these issues going on, you can take about 2000 to 3500 milligrams of MSM. You can do that in a capsule form because if you do it in a powdered form, um, although I've done that for years and years, it tastes really horrible. It's, it's not very easy. It's a to brave. Get. It's a brave move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a committed person move. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you got you got to really be committed to your health and to your transformation. <laughs> but you can take you can take in a capsule form, and it doesn't happen right away. But I'll tell you through my own experience. If you do it every day consistently, what will happen is you'll start to notice this lubrication in your joints. You'll start to experience more like elongation, more flexibility. And if you do it in combination with green vegetable juicing, you tighten up your diet, you include more organic, raw, plant-based foods, you have a green vegetable salad once a night, that kind of thing. You're including all these rich green pigments of color and these alkaline forming foods if you do all that in combination you do the yoga class or you do the stretching um, proper movement whatever your deal is you start stacking the odds in your favor what's going to happen is a full-on transformation and the transformation isn't going to be something incremental it's actually going to be a situation where you walk past the mirror one day in your bathroom and you stop and you look at yourself and you realize that you are all of a sudden unrecognizable to who you used to be. That's that's actually what I'm talking about. I'm not even I'm not even anymore really talking about like just getting out of physical pain. Like to me that's that's kind of like that's that's just a, an a, that's an assumed byproduct. Like yeah, everybody should be out of pain. Absolutely. Nobody should be in and discomfort and physical disarray and anything. I want people to be fully alive in their body, on their mission, on their purpose, and, and really going for life, living life full on. And if you're in pain, it's impossible to live life fully expressed. So that's already a given. But the moment you recognize that you've actually, you've actually transformed, something happens where you actually can't go back. And all of a sudden, the rabbit hole reveals itself and then it's almost like every single thing that you need and require for the next level of your your life experience reveals itself to you. Absolutely. I love all the practical advice and I love how you weave it in with what what I used to personally. I used to consider the mystical um, mm. until mystical is not so mystical and it all makes sense because you know, my personal uh, transformation of my health, um, next level of my transformation of my health um, has happened recently where I literally was working out at the gym and I had a bar in my hand and it was stacked with weights and whatever it is that I typically do. 
And I just took a deep breath in and I go, my back is in so much pain. And mm. I've been doing this for years. And I had like this kind of sober thought, like almost like a movie, like step back, looking at the bar going, I don't really want to be here. I'm doing this because I've been doing this for years, but it doesn't mean that's what's benefiting me right now. So, and the, the journey of healing, um, my back has not led me to a traditional chiropractor. I worked with, um, an amazing practitioner who, um, is a specialist in, um, um, spinal network. Are you familiar with spinal network? Yeah. 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 Network spinal analysis. Yeah. Network spinal analysis. He, he did a wonderful job, um, at, you know, straightening myself out then, you know, and, meditation and yoga and all of these different things and actually learning proper postures to, uh, you know, take the pressure off the joints. Um, I lost my train of thought on this while I was sharing that. Oh yes. The, the mystical wasn't so mystical. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, mm -hmm. it led me, it led me towards Dr. Matt. It led me towards mm -hmm. a different, um, a yin yoga, which is like a practice of longer, um, holding of the postures. And then it brought me into, Kundalini, which is more energy that flows through the spine, and they ended up in you know Vipassana practice for hours and hours and hours. So it, it yes, the, it flows, it it unflows, it flows and unflows, unflows. What I meant to say was unfolds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it unfolds in a beautiful way. I love that you mentioned that. Um, I'm I'm very curious about uh, you know you're so well versed in nutrition, and what has been the um, I don't want to say the protocol because it sounds very structured, but what has been the method that you believe has worked to decrease inflammation and, and really reach the potential um, and unlock some of these gifts that live within our system? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's that's a pretty big, big and broad um, question. Um, and I have an entire nutrition certification program built around this kind of thing called the Holistic Health Mastery Program, where someone can get like a full, full in-depth education on all of these subjects. But for me, it was basically like this. I, I over time, I adopted a mostly liquid-based diet, and this just happened naturally. It wasn't something I tried to do. I wasn't. This is way before like intermittent fasting was a thing, or was even like something people talked about outside of like kind of fasting circles. But I started to adopt raw plant food, and so that basically looked like fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, fermented foods, green juices, and then I added in superfood concentrated powders which are like cacao, maca, goji berries, aloe vera gel. I throw the I fillet the leaves and in fact I have one in my kitchen right now. I'm going to make a smoothie out of soon and put the gel in there. Um, things like uh, like spirulina, chlorella, hemp seeds, chia seeds, all that kind of stuff. And I basically adopted like a superfood plant-based diet and it just, it was incredibly revolutionary for me. It changed my mind, like literally changed my mind. It changed the thoughts I was thinking. It changed my consciousness. It changed my, the, the feeling of my body and it changed my emotional temperance. And so basically what I do now is I basically drink one liter of spring water every morning or maybe even more. I might even do two because I kind of fast throughout the day now. I, I really don't eat that much 
at all very early. I, I probably have like one, maybe two solid meals or semi meals later on in the day. And so I'll do that. I'll do a green vegetable juice. I'll do a superfood smoothie, which is like a high protein, plant-based protein <clears throat> smoothie later in the afternoon. I might have like a, a herbal tonic, which has amazing tonic herbs like reishi mushroom, uh, cordyceps mushroom, shaga mushroom, hoshu wu, some astragalus, all these amazing um, Chinese and, and Ayurvedic tonic herbs, which are amazing for the immune system, which are amazing for the nervous system, and are also amazing for decreasing inflammation. And then later on in the day, I'll have like, I'll have a meal, I'll have, um, I'll have like a green vegetable salad, I might have a side of um, uh, I don't know, like I sometimes I like to cut up like cucumbers and put in an avocado, put in some pumpkin seeds, drizzle it with extra virgin, non-refined olive oil, put in a little sea salt, mix something up like that. And basically what I'm doing is all the food that I'm eating is non-inflammatory by its nature. It's highly alkaline. I have a low sugar type of diet. Um, and the fats, the raw plant fats like coconut oil and avocado and olives and olive oil, these all lubricate the cardiovascular system. They lubricate the joints, which by its very nature is going to be anti-inflammatory. Um, and pretty much everything I do um, indirectly or directly causes that effect. And so what I would say is that very practically speaking for most people listening to this, you want to start with what makes sense. You want to start with what's easiest to integrate into your life. So that might just be a green vegetable juice. Like that that's what did it for me, honestly. I drank my first green vegetable juice way back when and it changed my whole life. That one juice transformed me. It transformed my entire lifestyle and and I still I still think it's the I still think of it today. I think of that that first grain juice I drank. Like, oh my gosh, like that opened up everything and it, it started me on a journey of self discovery in the nutrition world, um, of things I had no idea about, you know, but now I'm considered an expert in this field and it's like it's amazing what adding in one thing will do for the rest of your life. Absolutely. You just cannot you cannot discount the little steps, the water in the morning, huge difference. You have a hydrated system. We're mostly made out of water <laughs> and yeah, yeah. we're mostly made out of water. So why put the first thing in the morning into your system is caffeine because that's not really going to wake you up. That's the recipe for a headache right there. I do mm. drink a little bit of coffee in the morning. So I, I'm, I'm still in that transition <laughs> and, um, Yes, a green juice or a smoothie with uh, some of these things that we're mentioning. I believe in our society we have misinterpreted a smoothie to be a bunch of fruit blended right. together with more fruit. And these superfoods of maca and cacao and spirulina and um, different seed types, it is, it's, it, it just makes sense. And it's not that difficult to do, and it's not more expensive. So I love that you that you shared um, that with us. And you know, I'm I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing um, in the world because this is a much needed um, message, a much needed journey for somebody I believe who's refining their relationship with their body, who's refining relationship with nutrition, and really looking for practical solutions. Because Ronnie, you have them. Mm. 
Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, it's been a, a long, it's been a long, obsessive ten years in this field, and um, and it's definitely something I've gone through every single rabbit hole somebody could go through. So it's like in, in different podcasts, it's always a different conversation, different interviews, different whatever. It's always a different conversation because I've literally gone in so many di- different directions and I've dove headfirst in all of them. I pretty much know what all the conversations are in the nutrition field, and quite honestly, most of them are distractions and quite yeah most of the the stuff that people hear in the nutrition world if i could give anybody like just a wake-up call wake up from the program like most of the stuff that we're hearing even like on social media definitely in in the um Definitely in the mainstream for sure, although they're starting to talk about things like omega-3s and, and heart protective uh, supplements, although the supplements that they're promoting are absolutely trash. But yeah, they're <laughs> trash. At least they're like kind of now hinting uh, it's important. But it's, now it's about quality over quantity and really sourcing the best of the best. If I could leave anybody listening to this this uh, interview with a nugget of, of kind of insight is that you are worth investing into yourself. You're worth investing into your body. You're worth investing into the best quality of whatever you get. So if you're going to make that transition, you're going to go all the way with your health, then <clears throat> invest invest more into organic food than you do in conventional food. Like conventional food is not even food. Like it's, it's just like chemicals masquerading as, as like vegetables or fruit or something like it's not real. So that's hopefully what I, and that, and that can be kind of triggering and that's okay. But, um, I want to trigger a positive awakening within people where they realize that they're actually more valuable than the plastic in their their wallet, so to speak, that the food that you put in your body affects your mind, it affects the decisions you make in the other areas of your life. And you deserve to feel amazing in your body. And therefore, you deserve the best food possible, you deserve the best supplements possible, you deserve the best superfoods possible. And ultimately, you deserve the best and most rewarding life experience possible and all it takes is you saying yes to yourself and saying yes to choosing something different than you might have chosen yesterday and just gradually making that that you know step-by-step journey towards your own health it's a beautiful way to put it because i believe we put energy of money towards different things that don't necessarily serve i believe you've touched on the on the point of, of numbing over time some of these habits, I mean, we invest more into cars and, you know, home with the bigger storage for the stuff we don't need. I mean, this, this, it, welcome to the matrix, essentially. Um, and, you know, I've, I will never forget at, at some point, um, I do have a private practice. Um, so somebody said, wow, your fees are higher than my car payment. And hmm. I took a deep breath and I said, to myself, I was like, well, obviously, this is a matter of values and priorities. And if this human doesn't see a value and a priority in themselves to invest as much as being invested in that car, you know what I mean? Then, then sure, whatever. Probably not, not my people. Not, not mm. going to align from the very beginning because, you know, I know we all have to get to work. But 
these are the choices and decisions we make. The Mercedes uh, versus a, a, a Toyota, you know, but you get an amazing health and amazing body that you're happy with. I mean, I'll take the trade off. Yeah. And, you know, just on that note, like everybody lives by a hierarchy of priorities and values that guides their life and their choices. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the, and the reason people want the reason people want these these external kind of shiny objects or these these beauty products or whatever is because they want to appear a certain way. But the the kind of the the cosmic joke of it all is that all that is temporary, all that's finite, and all that is just kind of an amir- material, almost illusion or fantasy of what it is that people are really trying to achieve. People really want to be magnetic. They want to illuminate. They want to glow. And so they get these external things that kind of give give a little bit of a highlight or a little bit of a glow to their presence. Maybe when they walk in a door, they drive up to a parking lot or whatever the whatever the thing is. But when you're truly glowing from within, it emanates out of you. And that's what people really want. That's what's really attractive. That's what's really going to magnetize and attract people, places, and opportunities to you. And those other things are fine, but they shouldn't come at the expense of your own illuminosity. Absolutely. I I cannot agree with you more. And I really want to thank you for the work that you're doing with your podcasts, with your certification programs, with everything that you have, you are so generously sharing now out of your experience, because, you know, this is not a popular topic quite yet. Mm -hmm. Um, This, this direction, it's talked about more and more and more, because I believe we're finally ready for this message. And Mm -hmm. um, where can we find out more about your way of being? Sure. Well, you can go to my website, um, RonnieLandis.net. Um, then all of my resources are available. I have um, I have one podcast out right now called the Holistic Health and Human Potential Show, um, and that's a huge. We've 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 been um, cranking interviews out like crazy, and we have like 112 interviews or something up at the moment that I'm speaking into this. I am, depending on when this interview comes out, I have another podcast that's releasing in October called The Evolved Entrepreneur. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, so that's that's an amazing platform that's going to be released um, in a couple weeks. I'm super excited about that. Um, and I have a huge focus on visionary leaders as another aspect of the work I do. So the health and nutrition, the human potential and visionary leadership and entrepreneurs, it's kind of all integrating and weaving together. So the best place to find all of that is at RonnieLandis.net. And then people can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, look me up on YouTube, all that good stuff. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for your courage and being brave and being very giving and generous with the information that you're learning. Somebody who is also on the path of spiritual, well, probably past the awakening, but on the path of spiritual, I don't even want to call it growth. I can't even put it in words. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to applaud you for, for for being honest and courageous in sharing this because it's not a popular matrix opinion. So thank you. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. It was an honor to have this conversation with you and to uh, share this message with everyone listening. 
Thank you so much. For complete show notes, please visit sexyfit.com forward slash podcast. Show must go on. Hey, sister, don't be so fast to click away. Remember to hit subscribe. And if you have a friend who must hear this, copy link and send it to her. She'll seriously thank you later. For show notes, deals, videos, and other sexy fit related things, meetups in your city, please visit sexyfit.com. Stay sexy, ladies.